Catch back in my neck with a quick breath check and a guilty conscience. She don't seem to buy all the hype and she ain't on a hype and she hates my songs. And Today we have with us CJ Run. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. All right. Tell our listeners about your experience having lived in the UK and Germany and coming with African heritage and then coming to the States as a teenager. What has that, I guess, that sort of transition been like? The transition for me has just meant that I've been the new kid everywhere that I've ever been. Uh, so it's always been a matter of like getting to make friends quickly and kind of being in and out, you know, at years at a time. But also I grew up in very um, culturally diverse areas. Like I lived in Munich, which is one of the biggest cities in Germany. So all my friends growing up were just of different backgrounds. Growing up in all these like different places just gave me a bigger sense of the world. And I met a lot of different combinations and varieties of people. How does that come out in your music if it does? I'm not very confined to genre. So I grew up listening to a lot of techno and German rock and then uh, grime in the UK and dubstep. And then I lived in a family, you know, my family is Nigerian. So Afrobeat and High Life was also played. So I never really had, <laughs> I never really had a favorite genre. Everything just, I loved everything and I wanted to do everything at the same time. You have this great band with you, all of you guys doing bunch of different things sound amazing together wonderful beats how did you guys find your sound the guys that you know play for me right now they are in a band called the, D the data waves um we all go to the same university so it was like hey i kind of need a band to like you know play my songs and like back me so we just kind of got together and we've been doing it since last september i think coming up on a year that we've been playing together you said that you started at 13. Was that with just writing? And did you have any, did it start out with poetry at first? Or were you really determined that you wanted to create songs? I've been writing poetry since I was uh, younger, so like seven, eight. I was in choirs and I played different instruments throughout uh, primary school. So um, it wasn't until 13 that I like made the conscious decision where I was like, okay, I want to try being a rapper. Like I want to try to write raps and write songs. I was writing raps initially and then um, singing was something I always did but wasn't always secure about. So it just kind of slowly trickled in. I don't usually, that's something you do that you do to me. Like, I don't usually, that's something you do that you do to me. Yeah, yeah. Don't usually, that's something you do that you do to me. Like, how has being a member of the queer community and being like your sexuality and your uh, gender identification, how has that influenced your music? And how has that influenced even you trying to come into the music scene? It was definitely a coming of age thing for me because I didn't realize my queerness until 17. So it was like the tail end of high school. I don't really see it as like a revolutionary act to like write a love song about like a same sex couple. Because it's just like it's life. It's life for like a lot of people on the planet. It doesn't feel like I'm doing anything major. You know, girl meets girl sometimes and that's just what it is. Now it's just a matter of like little things like pronouns and songs like I'll like switch them up it just makes writing songs more fun because I get to make up the rules of what I want to say you know I was worried at first because coming out wasn't an easy road for me as far as family went I mean you look at the top 40 everyone's straight everyone's cisgender and it's like you only get you know once in a blue moon you get your Elton John's or you get a Halsey or you get like you know like random bursts of like queer artists but as far as like someone who's black and like a rapper 
that could be in the mainstream with all the other names. You don't really see that. So I was definitely worried, like, what makes me so special that I could do that? But as I got into it, it was just like, I am who I am. And at the core of everything, like, I'm CJ before I'm trans or before I'm gay. So it's like, how good is CJ? And if CJ's good enough, then everything else doesn't matter. Tell me what's the matter with being a faggot rapper If I'm already doing what you don't Fuck your bros, fuck your pros If you need me, you can find me in a league of my own, yeah Who do you find as inspirations for you? I would say first and foremost, Lily Allen is one of my favorite artists, is my favorite artist of all time. Um, she's you know a pop singer from the UK and um, she was like the anti-pop you know princess at the time of like her peak so her thing was like really catchy fun pop songs with like like underlying political messages or like kind of dark undertones and she could get festivals hyped but she was singing about the fact that she couldn't get a mortgage or something you know what I mean um so I look up to her a lot as far as songwriting and that like originality piece I grew up on a lot of R&B and hip-hop so Missy Elliott um, is, was a big influence for me. I wanted to be her when I was younger. Actually, my stage name was um, was an ode to her when I started out. I used to be Miss CJ back when I was, yeah. I used to be Miss CJ, and that was a thing. And there's a lot of people, too many to name, but I would say those are a few. What can you speak to about the impact and influences that artists like Kehlani and Janelle Monet have had with coming out as themselves and even have sharing that in their new music videos. The thing is, it's one of those, if one of us is winning, then we're all winning, you know? Like, sure, I want to be able to have that platform as like a non-binary, like, like gay artists and stuff like that. But it's so cool, like watching so many other people doing it. So you've got like Kelani and you've got um, Janelle Monae and then you have like Brockhampton and like with Kevin Abstract. And it's just like, it's just nice to see. It's it's nice to see that we're able to do this. And we're also, it's not even just support them because they're an artist, it's gay. It's like, no, they're making good music also that people love. And that's just, it makes me proud. Queerness has been whitewashed for, forever. So being able to see like, dark skin, same hair as me type people on stage is like, who are also queer is like, okay, we're doing something. Like, um, more people are coming out. I think uh, the word pansexual was like the most looked up word on Webster yesterday because Janelle Monae came out. Like, it's little things like that. Yeah, it's little things like that. It's just like, yeah, like we're in this. Like, we're here, you know. It, it, just, it just makes me happy. Tell me about what upcoming shows you guys have on and what do you have in between? Right now is not much of a focus on shows as much as it's um, I'm getting ready for this next project, Runs World, which is a full-length project album. So that's kind of my focus of like putting that out this summer and getting that done. How do you, I guess, does the song decide whether you choose to rap in it versus when you sing in it? Or how do you, how does that come about? I don't think I've ever written a song where I only rap or I only sing. I think that's just I think that's just the the CJ way at this point. Maybe I'll do a song with straight bars at some point, but um, for right now, it's just a mixture of the two, and it depends because um, I I use a lot of different cadences throughout songs, and sometimes when I'm talking about a certain topic. I'll want to sing more because I need it to be a softer approach. And if I need it to be harder, more hard hitting, then you rap about it. Um, that's just the difference between like singing and rapping for me. It allows me to be two people at once on a track. Where do you get your support and where do you get your energy and inspiration from for when you're writing a song? I get it from 
everyone's like, everyday life. I just live life and I put it in a song. Yeah, but that is honestly the truth. It's just like I had the privilege of having a very dynamic upbringing. I lived in three countries and, you know, I'm all these societal labels that I have. So it's like there are a lot of alternative experiences that I can talk about. And it's, ah, it's so fresh. It's so new. My mom's Igbo. And one thing about Igbo culture is that... Um, there's a parable for everything. There's a saying. There's a wise word of wisdom. There's a proverb for everything. So I guess that poetic way of the Igbo language is definitely influential in like talking about things in song. What do you want to achieve with your music? I want my music to be a home for people that don't think that they have a home. I want to be able to make songs for people and I want them to see and hear a reflection of themselves. That's the goal first and foremost, is if you can listen to 12 of my songs and there's at least one that you can relate to and feel yourself in, that's that's the main goal for making the music that I do. You know, I want to go on a world tour. I want to sell out stadiums. I want to work with some of my favorite artists. I want to help bring up other artists. I want to be that representation in music you know as a queer like non-binary artist i want to do that um, but then on top of that i want to be remembered as somebody that uh, wasn't afraid to be themselves and somebody that was unashamed about talking about their life experience even if it wasn't similar to like what their counterparts were talking I was, about i was 13 living at my mom's house when i counted out my first 16 bet base mtv put me on a track that i needed to be